Oh baby, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of another cold one. The ooh, the ooh baby was new. Wow, how do you feel about that, dude? I I'm feeling great. You feeling honest. good? You got a good one for us today. Everyday life, I'm feeling great. The podcast, I'm feeling great. All great. All That's great. hey, I love to hear. It. You know, I'm still. You know, I, my daily life could be a little better. You know, I'd love some more drop-ins from people. You know, we give out our address every episode. No one's come yet. I'm a little disappointed. I thought our fans liked us a little more than that to just show up into our house late at night. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I know, I'm really disappointed. I'm glad you said something. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to bring it up in front of our fans. Uh, you know, I think they should know. Yeah, I, I mean, I imagine there's probably like a process to planning because we have such an international fan base. That is true. You know, you got to get the itinerary ready. You got to book the I like the place. idea of like someone from like one of the obscure countries and the over 100 that we're in just like shows up one day. I would accept them. They, they would be our newest roommate. Yeah, they would just stay there. <laughs> they live there now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we sponsor them with a visa, but I'd do it. I'd figure Speaking, it out. I'm so glad you said that word. Speaking of sponsors, we have one who definitely doesn't. Sponsor us again, Malibu Rums. Ra- round of applause, Malibu. Wow. What, what it, oh, just Hear what me out, though. It's been. You know, I'm glad you uh, shined a light on this because oh. your, your phone flashlight's on. Oh. Right in the studio, you know, really causing a scene. Also, I'd like to give a shout out. You know, as we know, Malibu was, you know, my kind of, uh, my favorite, you know, so to say my favorite child and I, I have a new one, uh, shout out Noka. Uh, they're great. No carbon. Yeah. Another clap. We are certainly not sponsored by them, but yeah, check them out. Definitely. Yeah. I've seen them on TikTok too. You've watched a lot of TikToks? Uh, not familiar to be honest. You're not though. familiar with TikTok in general? Yeah, I, I spend more time, you know, kind of pursuing educational pursuits. Mm. You know what I mean? Really furthering my. You mind. read War and Peace every day, just to <laughs> that and just Ulysses. to be aware. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no television. Exactly. <laughs> Is there anything else you you need to you need to say? Otherwise, I'm ready to. Uh, Wow, you're ready to get into it. We're not even like no time for joking. You got a, you got a lot to live up to. You know, last time the perfect murder. That's where we left off last time. It it was good uh, for the viewers. It was good. That's all you're gonna give me for the last episode. That's one of the best. <laughs> I have to set the bar. Low My delivery so wasn't amazing, but the story itself <laughs> incredible. <laughs> so everybody remembers the random country I got was Norway. There's a lot of cool stuff happening in Norway, and the one I can found... you give us fun facts about Norway, like I gave about uh, Denmark. Oh, I'm so glad you asked. I you don't have any ready. You're typing right now. I had a whole sheet of them. No, we have I had a hundred fun facts and weird facts about them. I don't know what to tell you, but I, I have it ready. Uh, did you know that the world's longest road tunnel is in Norway? How long is it? An astonishing 15 miles. Any other questions? Hold on. <laughs> 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 Every time I go in and out of the city, like I go through a tunnel Mm -hmm. and like I'm cool with it, but like 15 miles, you're in there for like, if there's traffic, like you're just in there. That's a big, is it through a mountain or through his underwater? That's a great question. Yeah. Okay. Uh, You know, either way, that's a little, that's a little claustrophobic for, for my liking. It's pretty cool. It's uh, it costs 1 billion Norwegian kroner to build. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Want another fun fact? Yeah. The Nobel Peace Prize is awarded. Oh my God, this is poetic. It's awarded in the town that this murder happened. Wow, you literally. Oh, the I, town is it Oslo? I am too good. It's Oslo. That's yes. not a town. Isn't that like one of the largest cities? Shh. It's a small. In the, in the little small little country countryside town. village of Oslo. It's a small uh, well, you know, town. I have a computer too. Let's see the Oslo population. Uh, 
let's just go ahead and gloss right over that. Our research oh, team it's has six hundred and thirty thousand. That's it's not big. Oh, it's the capital. It's uh, the capital. It's a- it is. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, a back a backwoods country town. Seventy <laughs> percent. It's nearly thirty percent of Norway's entire population. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna plow forward. <laughs> Your fun fact is great. Yeah, the the fun facts were good. How we're many tunnels are involved in this story? Uh, oh, here tunnels. There's zero tunnels. All right, I'm out. Okay, well, you're talking nice to, to no it. one now. The rest of the episode, <laughs> just a wall. All right. Well, I prepared an opening statement. Ooh. This is my hook. Are you ready? <laughs> you usually, don't have to be like. This is my hook. <clears throat> Better get that key card ready, because today we're checking in to the Murder Hotel. Alex, today we are talking about the mysterious. How long did it take for you to come up with that? Oh, slow woman. How what was long, that? How did? How long did it take you to come up with that? <laughs> I uh, reserve my right to exercise my Fifth Amendment. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know how you jumbled that phrase up, but you up. did in a weird way. <laughs> We'll go into my birth year. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. You know, no one else knows your birth year that's like listening, right? You should probably clarify. <laughs> <It's born laughs> my birth year. In 1995, particularly on May 31st, 1995, a woman who went by the name Jennifer Fairgate checked into room 2805 of the Oslo Plaza. Oslo. Oslo Plaza I, is Hotel. It Oslo? Let's see how you pronounce that. Oh my God. Here we go. Well, I mean, I don't want another. Uh, what was the island that you couldn't pronounce? I want to say it, but I think I'm still <laughs> going to mispronounce it. The Maldives. Yes. <laughs> Whoa, we, we, don't, we are not sponsored by them. <laughs> we can't have that in there. Here we go. <clears throat> Hello. Hmm? Ah, shit. What? Oslo. Oslo. Okay, yeah. So I was right. No, you said like Oslo. <laughs> Oh, slow. Oh, my God. Is it a fast-paced city? Oslo, Oslo, Oslo. Oh, no, it's slow. I'm going to let the silence just hang. There was no silence. I'm laughing hysterically. (laughs) It's yourself. Okay. It's the Oslo. Oslo. I'm 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 gonna say it. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> Today's the day. It's, it's Bro, over. you just said your I life no was purpose. going great. I have no purpose anymore. Norway's your undoing. What am I doing? Just sitting here playing my fun little games with my buddy. <laughs> what am I doing to contribute to the world? So go ahead. God damn it! I'm getting paid to sit here. This is not another murder. cold one. This is another existential one. <laughs> Halfway into every episode, oh. we just start sobbing. Oh, no. <laughs> please. Somebody come come to our house. Please, oh. please excuse this technical interruption. <laughs> hey, oh. bud, I'm, everything okay? Uh, Anything yeah, you can no. talk about? Everything all right at home? Yeah, no, it's okay. Oh, okay. The, oh, it's not, is it Oslo? It's Oslo. 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 The Wizard of. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz was in a low place. On May 31st, 1995, a woman who went by the name Jennifer Fairgate checked into room 2805 of the Oslo nice. Plaza Hotel in Norway. Three days later, on June 3rd, a hotel employee knocked on the door and heard a gunshot. When security arrived 15 minutes later, she appeared to have been the only one staying in the room and was found dead with a bullet in her head. While immediate observations suggested that she may have died by suicide, evidence suggests... 
that it was likely a murder. Just to clarify, mm-hmm. you're saying that like he knocked and then immediately there was a gunshot? Yes. That's weird, right? Like right off the bat, that's weird. Very weird. Things are about to get a lot weirder. Weirder than the the door knock gunshot? <laughs> Great band name. Wow. Door knock gunshot? No, I don't like it. I gotta write that down. Don't story. write that down. I'm writing it down. What'd you say? Drop knock? Oh wait, door knock. Door knock gunshot. You actually did write down, didn't you? Yes, I did. Do you not listen to this podcast where you'd be able to hear it again if you needed to? Bro, there was an Operation Door Knock. No, we're not getting into this. Get back to Oslo. Get us okay. back. You're right. I, I, that, yeah, I can't do that. So, do you remember her name? Quick quiz. Her last name was Fairgate. Yeah, okay. Jennifer Fairgate. Good work. Despite extensive research and investigation, very little is known about Fairgate. For starters, it's not even a real name. Fairgate checked into the hotel using a fake name and non-existent Belgian ad- address, all without a credit card or identification. Paid for everything in cash. The city that she used when she was filling out her form was real, a real place in Belgium, but the area code did not match where it was. Also, the street did not exist in that city. On the hotel forms, the woman misspelled Fairgate, F-A-I-R-G-A-T-E, as F-E-R-G-A-T-E, twice. Did she spell it two different ways? Or yes. Okay. So she so I was about to be name. like, it's a last name. You <laughs> could just, could just <laughs> no, be spelled yeah. a different <laughs> way. No, 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 yeah. I'm not telling her she spelled her last name. She wrong. spelled his last name? Well, how dare he do such thing? <laughs> What's your name? Alex? A-L-E-X? No, that's not right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everyone knows names are spelled the so, exact same way. Yeah. So she initially wrote her name as Jennifer Fairgate. Spelled F-A-I-R, like Fairgate? R yes, Fairgate. And then misspelled it afterwards. So whether it's one or the other, but it's pretty random. Did she spell it unfair fence? Unfair fence? Opposite of Fairgate. Unfair fence. Oh my god. I, I'm really just racking my brain to think of a word to describe how disgusted I am <laughs> at what you just said. I am vilely repulsed, and there's just nothing... Unfair fence. Oh, the mood in here is just terrible. <laughs> it's just atrocious. There's seven empty chairs God. in here, so I have to agree with you. God, the room echoes. It's just not, it's not good. All right, I'm going to keep moving, okay? Don't forget, if you come visit us uh, at our house at a random hour, you could be in the live studio audience. Yeah, against your will. We could change what? up. What? What? Okay. Uh, in fact, our, everything our fan about- from Poland is going to be so mad when they get here. <laughs> They hear this episode on the plane. They're like, no, (laughs) my life savings. I really don't know how to react if someone did that. (laughs) I'd be ecstatic, honestly. I'm waiting for the first another cold one tattoo. You're probably going to get it. Do our fans know just how many tattoos you are? You know, you're just a tattoo fiend. For those who don't know me, that is 80% of my personality. <laughs> it's one of the first things I say. I don't say my name. I rip I my have tattoos. Up. Yeah. And then you walk away, <laughs> exactly. see if they talk to you afterwards. Yes. And we, we established this at a bar. This is a huge sidebar. But we established this at a bar recently uh, that Alex is 50% height and then 25% jokes that land and 25% jokes that don't land. You know, you got to know yourself when you're in this industry, you know? You're right. You're right. It's constant scrutiny. It really it's all I talk about. I was like, hey, I, I'm 6'3", and then I walk away. And then you're like, I have tattoos, and you walk away. <laughs> That's all Perfect. We walk to different corners of the room. <laughs> yeah. Just refuse to look at each other. <laughs> it's a great dynamic. It's helpful. It's helpful. 
But let's keep moving. So the name misspelling is not the only thing that seems to be false about this lady. So she gave her age as 21, but after her body was exhumed, it was real. It was revealed by Stockholm police that she was more likely to be between 23 and 25. Oh, according that's to not this, that bad. Yeah, it's close, but it's false. You never ask a lady her age. <laughs> weird my dad used to say growing up (laughs) tom he said this i I feel like chivalry isn't dead no well never mind i'm not gonna say that according to these same hotel intake forms there was apparently a man named lewis fairgate who checked in with her this was corroborated by a witness at the hotel who said she appeared to be with a man but it is unclear if investigators ever examined the hotel's security footage that's what i was about to ask if there was any yeah, so right off the bat, one thing I do have to say... She's a spy. Well, yes, but police, they just suck a lot of the time. Like, anytime there's a case like this, it's almost always like, oh, yeah, the, the evidence was completely mishandled. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's what they did in the OJ case. Like, it was mishandled, things like that. That's the only case we ever talk about is, like, a sidebar. Yeah, we really have brought it up. <laughs> it's <before>. just OJ. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, this kidnapping that happened. Oh, like OJ. <laughs> yeah, in what way? I don't know. <laughs> there was a statue in town. Oh, like OJ. <laughs> the guy that was the, the Australian pilot. Oh, so like OJ. <laughs> Not at all. In the, yes. You know, in the Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're reaching a little bit. But let's get a little weird. Okay? So here's what they found in the hotel room. Oh, no, that's cool. Audience, we're just going to take a break while Alex uh, checks his phone. And, uh, oh, oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you back into the podcast? Oh, interesting. Oh, nothing to say for yourself. That's right. Go in your corner, buddy. I'll spank you later. Let's get weird. Yeah, so we're cutting that part out, right? Nope. Here's what they found in the <laughs> hotel room. This needs to go. Here's what they found in the hotel room. The police found no purse or handbag, which they noted in the report, which, I mean, apparently that's a womanly thing to have, I guess. No driver's license. No keys. No toiletries. No passport. And oh, baby, there were clothes in there, but all of the labels had been removed from the clothing. And weirdly, she seemed to only pack clothing for her upper body. There were no trousers, no skirts, no dresses. Just she tops. Like, just had a bunch of just a bunch of tops. Yep. And mm. not only were the labels removed out of her clothes, but they were very carefully and expertly removed, stitch by stitch, to make it appear like there had never been a label there in the first place. Why is that? I mean, this is a side note, but like, why isn't all these like spy cases or cases where they like find a body? Is it like they removed it, and so they like can't go back through the records? Can't trace it. Like in OJ, oh, when they looked up Jesus. the gloves and they saw that it matched the type of gloves they bought. If it doesn't fit. I'm not. I'm not familiar. What case is that from? I'm gonna move forward because my feelings are hurt. Also, another thing. No, the door. You familiar with hotel doors? You stayed in a lot of hotels. Big hotel guy. I mean, I've been in hotels certainly. Okay, so you're not a big hotel guy. I mean, I can't say I'm a big hotel guy now. So you understand? There's two locks: the door lock and then the little barricade. So you mean exactly like our door here? Yes. <laughs> our apartment door is the same. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was uniquely hotel standards. <laughs> yes, so there's two locks, and both were locked when police entered. There was a pistol in her hand, which was the murder weapon. 
but the serial numbers on the pistol had been removed with acid. I mean, so she's a spy. Also, she had a briefcase that was carrying 34 rounds of loose ammunition. The only personal item outside of the clothing... Just loose ammo. She's like walking to a meeting, she opens it up, she's like, no, not the ammo (laughs) one! (laughs) Shit! No, it's literally just loose. No container. They're all different sizes. No, it's the same ammo. Oh, okay. I don't know where you got that. I just assume loose ammo is just going to be a bunch of random pieces of ammo. She just reached into her ammo jar at home, she's like, never know. (laughs) She brings one gun, but like 30 different types. No, no. One bullet for each type. And the only personal item outside of the clothing was a bottle of men's cologne Ungaro por Leon number one so Alex why let's just do over that the key of this is really two mysteries not just how did she die but who is she yeah damn that was good damn <laughs> so I'm gonna run through and highlight a little bit more of the important details okay so, the branded ammunition in the bag is Winchester, and it was for the handgun, so not, not an assortment. <laughs> it was one type of ammo for the gun. Have you heard of the Winchester Mystery House? What? Is that related to OJ? <laughs> <laughs> no, like the, the woman who was the heir of the Winchester like rifle, because that thing's been around for like... Hundreds of years. Weird. I'm sure how this has to deal with my mystery that I'm talking about. So she like built a house where she thought like she like just built doors that would like open up to the outside, I'm stairwells sure. that would lead nowhere. It's really cool. Look up the Winchester Mystery House. It's in like I think it's in L.A. Yeah, put this on pause, our fans, and just exit out of the Spotify app entirely. Please do. <laughs> just go. Do not come back. <laughs> so we'll give you a second to look that up. The handgun. Oh, we're not giving them a second. No, I don't care about them. <laughs> the this podcast is just for me. <laughs> yes, I'm the only one who listens. I fly to all the countries. I listen to it there. The handgun used was a 9mm Browning semi-automatic produced in Belgium between 1990 and 1991. Now, just like the case you talked about, it is primarily used for military and government ops, but not exclusively. The door, as we said, was locked from inside, and the key cards that you used to open it, I know you're a big hotel guy, were also inside and accounted for. There was a second comforter that was seen in in pictures of the crime scene, but it was never investigated. It was thrown out the day after. The coroner claimed it was suspicious how there were large amounts of blood splatter, but none on the hands of the victim. She also had no bruising on her hands from the recoil of the weapon, nor any gunpowder residue. Most of the evidence was thrown out between the first investigation and now, and the hotel threw out everything from the room as soon as the police finished gathering what they thought was necessary. This includes the second comforter, like we just said, because they never filed it as evidence. And as of today, well, 2016, the police dug up her grave to look for more evidence. Damn. Every time they exhume something, you know, it's like intense. Yeah, it's weird. I wonder like what they do when they exhume someone. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like you're looking like looking at me for like some kind of insight. I don't know. I just feel like you'd be a guy that knows a lot about exhuming bodies. I'm a, I'm a big exhumer? Yeah. I really don't even know what that means. Like digging up a body? Yeah, it's like what like you exhume the body. You just defined exhume by using exhume. You yes. can't do that. Okay, the police dug up a body. 
That's exhuming. To dig something buried, especially a dead body, out of the earth. Oh, so it doesn't have to be that. So I could, like, you know, lift a, a small lantern out of the soil. How would be you left it? What? <laughs> You're like here it is, <laughs> dude. That reminds me. That movie Go on we watched hunt. was really what? No, <laughs> that's not where you were going with that. I assume since you were talking about exhuming things, no. they're gonna be like, let's no. dig up a treasure. I was gonna talk about that movie we watched where they like. Yeah, I mean that's beside the, the point now. With her uh, mouth and unhinged. Yes. Do you know something about treasure? Have you been waiting? No, I was about to get into that, actually, if you'd let me. Uh, if any of our fans out there know about treasure ah. hunts, we'd love to go on a treasure hunt with you. And if you plan on, like, murdering us as a, like, a, this is, like, your way to do it. If you invite us out to a treasure hunt, we're coming, no questions asked. I'm not coming now. You, no, you are. No, I mean, we, we will. I would have definitely We will drop that. everything and come, so no questions no, asked. No, the pretense of the murder is, is throwing me off. If well, we're, not, ago, I gone. we're not going to get murdered. I'm just saying, like, if they wanted to murder us, this is the way you to do it. You the seed. And it's, if somebody asks for a treasure hunt now, you don't know if they're going to murder us or not. Correct, but the, there's a chance there's treasure, and I'm going. And you're coming, too. No, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry to tell you, but you are. Um, Invite us on your treasure hunts, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get back to Oslo. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to give you some more insight about the key card. Okay, the are you key done card with Treasure Boy? Go ahead. I feel like Treasure Boy really kind of kind of stung you a little bit. <sighs> What's that sigh? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to give you more of a timeline of the key cards because again, the door was double locked and the key cards were found inside. Okay, so. It's not necessary to get out of the room to use the key card, but you do have to use it to get in. And also, the hotel was advanced enough to be able to record timestamps of when the key card was used. So, I'm going to use military time for all you special agents out there. <laughs> or weirdos. <laughs> 22, 40... Alex has nothing to say here. At 22, I have so 40, many things to say. <laughs> at 22.44 on Wednesday... Jennifer opened the door to room 2805 for the first time. A little later, she or someone else must have left the room because the card was used again at 021. The next morning, Thursday, the card was used at 834. It is likely she had eaten breakfast, but no witness accounts of that. On Thursday, around 13 o'clock, a.k.a. 1 p.m., the room was cleaned by Vigis Vallo and a 19-year-old helper. They both agreed the room was empty in the interrogations that happened the next week. The door was not opened again until the next morning at 8.50, neither by employees nor guests, which means Jennifer left the room once between 8.34 and 12.44 on Thursday and didn't return until 8.50 in the morning the next day. So she was gone for about 20 hours. The next use of the key card was 8.50 on Friday. This was a new key card code, so she must have been by reception and extended her stay before this. A hotel employee saw her go into the room and just afterwards hang a do not disturb sign on the door. Again, by herself, the card was last used at 11.03 on Friday morning. Friday evening at 20.06, Jennifer ordered food from hotel's room service. At 20.23, the food was delivered. Quick pause, 17-minute turnaround. Great service. Great service. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Anyway, Kristen Anderson, who brought the food, noticed that the room was very tidy. It looked untouched, the bed as well. She used the word sterile in her testimony on the case. I'm okay with that. 
Really? Makes me uncomfortable. Well, would you not want your room to be sterile? Sterile is just a weird word. Is it, though? If I came in your room and I was like, wow, man, looks real sterile in here. You'd be like, wow, thank you so much. No, you'd be like, dude, you're fucking weird. No, I'd be like, wow, thank you so much, man. It must be very clean. What? All right. <laughs> a security officer then, just moving right I'm past moving it. forward The security officer then went to check on her And he heard a gunshot Seconds after knocking on the door And believing that two people were inside the room He went back down and called the police Instead of investigating himself They found her body half an hour later mm. So You got all the key card things You got the things that were found in there The pistol, the briefcase with a bunch of random ammo The clothes with no things on them, no toiletries, no personal effects, no license, no passport, no keys, except for a men's cologne bottle. So, the question is, what happened? So now we're going to look at the theories. And there's three main ones, but it's important before I get into them. She's a spy. The spy thing can relate to all of them, if that makes sense. She's a spy. Well, there's no identity and she's not on record. So... People are screaming. It's more likely... <laughs> People are screaming. <laughs> ...that she was some kind of covert op spy or something like that. <laughs> they continued to know. scream. I don't know if people can hear that, but that was awesome. So, theory number one, and again, her being a spy doesn't rule any of these out. Theory number one, and what the police initially ruled, was that it was a suicide. So, reasons why this could have been true. The door was double-locked, the latch was flipped. Well, how was the, the window? There's no balcony, and the window is, like, barred. What floor? Mm, was it barred? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's 2805, so I'm guessing it's on the second How floor. are we looking at it on the vents? The vents? Nothing was said about the vents, but I imagine not what you can crawl through. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Honestly, I read a lot of police files. Nothing about the vents. That could be the break they need. But in hotels, I don't really notice, like, big vents. I've noticed big vents before in hotels. You're just saying that to, to conveniently support your random theory. You don't know that. <laughs> anyway, so suicide was like the cut and dry way of talking about it. So, again, no balcony. That's nah, too easy. The door was double locked from the inside. She hardly left her room. The room was pristine. There was no traces at all. Of course, the comforter was thrown out, but no traces of anyone else in the room or on the gun. It's like no one else existed except for a men's cologne bottle. Well, even still, like maybe she liked the smell of the cologne. It's possible. And so, she could have been... She Again, she left the hotel for 20 hours at one point. So she could have been a spy or covert op. Talked to somebody in Oslo... Who said to her, hey, you know, like, people are out to get you. Like, you know, you're going to have to do this operation. You're going to have to do this or whatever. And then she took her own life. Yeah, that kind of makes sense, too, why, like, the door knock would happen and then you you hear a gunshot. Mm-hmm. Was preparing to do it. But then, like, when the knock happened, it spooked her. Maybe she thought that was, like, an assassin or something. So she pulled the <laughs> Everyone knows out. assassins knock before they come in. It's just weird. They have to. It's like how a cop has to tell you they're a cop. Assassins have to knock before they come in. <laughs> That's part of the creed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're on, they do it with honor. Okay? Yeah, exactly. But this also makes sense because she's she was seen by herself entering the room, putting a do not disturb sign on there. And they had just said that the room was empty, which means – and there was no key card recorded. So she left for all that time, came back, and then ordered room service. While she was gone, the maid went in there and said the room was pristine, which means no one was in there. No, she said it was sterile. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
was pretty good. <laughs> I, give it to you. I don't want to give it to you, but I'm giving it to you. Oh, oh my eyes just got really dry. <laughs> I think I'm getting emotional. Well, along with this, should we, uh, hmm. w- w- while we're talking into the next theory, mm-hmm. should we bring up like the virtual crime scene? Well, they can't see it. <laughs> well, I'm saying, like, you guys could go out there and look yourselves and see what you think. You can. We can include it in, like, the description or something. Yeah, that'd be great. Because I'm looking at it right now, and it, it, it provides some color to everything. There's and, even and a body, like, on the bed. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I'm looking at it right now, and it is a little unsettling. I'm going to be honest. Hot take. She's a little hot. We're going to move right past that once again. <laughs> very weird of you to say something like that. Uh, but the virtual crime scene, yeah, we'll put it in the description. You guys should check it out. Let us know what you think about it. Cause there are some things in there that are kind of, uh, kind of weird that we just didn't have a chance to get into just because of the time and everything. But there's some, uh, there's some other weird factors going on here. There is. Have we decided, uh, if they can comment on episodes? I don't remember what we thought about that. <laughs> it depends what platform you're using. As, I don't think you hit us up on uh, IG, one of our two email accounts, our front door, <laughs> Mail. Yeah, don't forget. You can just drop us. Yeah. Oh, we should get like a P.O. box. Yes. Or just our regular home address. Yeah, we, we have given that out before. You yeah, know. Yeah. It's, again, it's two. <laughs> <laughs> just that's it. But that's yeah, so it. we'll drop that. Right. You guys should check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, yeah, so good. let's get into theory two. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, well, before... <laughs> I wasn't ready. Theory one's done. So, discrediting it a little bit, a lot of experts, forensic experts were confused and weren't willing to just acknowledge that it was suicide because of, number one, the first bullet missed. There were two shots. I saw that. Well, the first, I thought, well, if you look on the virtual crime scene, it says that they used the pillow Mm -hmm. as a silencer. So is that necessarily missing? Well, the first one didn't go through her head. There was only one bullet through her head. Right. Okay. This Mm -hmm. one made it seem like it was a practice shot. Potentially, yeah. And the the pillow was a silencer. That's but I also good. I also buy the theory that it was a missed shot. Like maybe she was a little nervous. Like the door knock happened, she pulled the trigger, like freaked out. Because it, it happened seconds after. Yeah. But so, the way that she was holding it was backwards. So she wasn't holding it like a normal gun. She was holding it facing towards her with her thumb on the trigger. What? Why? Don't know. That's how the body was Who, positioned. What? Yep. So like this. Like if you were facing it towards yourself... You're holding the handle. Oh, and your thumbs. On oh, the okay. Mm-hmm. That's weird. <laughs> so now I that guess could either like a lot of people use that to point towards saying the body was staged haphazardly. Oh, I'm sorry. I was mm-hmm. I was trying to make a hand. I feel like everyone was trying to do that except you. <laughs> like that's a weird thing that like your thumbs on the triggers, like your hand, the rest of your hands on the grip. Mm-hmm. That's really weird. And? That's unnatural. Well, actually, hear me out. That kind of points to not being a spy. Because why on earth? Unless the body was staged. Because even when, like, if you're shooting at yourself, that's that's, like harder to do. Yeah. Because your thumbs also. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, I mean, the spy thing seems like pretty obvious to me because of like all the lead up of like a normal person who was just going to. Well, she could also, maybe she was trying to escape something. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. But so, again, they, they were confused because the, there was tons of blood loss, like seeped into all the sheets, was all over the wall from her head. But there was none on her hand. Also, there was, n- like from forensics, there was no gun, like powder residue on her hands. Also, there was no bruising and apparently a nine millimeter, like 
gives a powerful recoil. Oh. Especially if you were holding it like that. Whether you're trained or not, oh, yeah, there gonna... would probably be some kind of recoil yeah. and bruising on their hands or like scrapes or whatever. So a bunch of forensic um, scientists and like professors on the topic were confused and like they said that if they would have examined the scene, they wouldn't have told police to just say it was a suicide because there's no scrapes on the hand. Mm. There's no sense of anything. It wasn't even gripping the gun that tight. Mm. So those are kind of the pros and cons for suicide. Then there's two other theories, both of them sort of stemming from an assassination. The first one involves the other hotel guests. Wait, hold the, hold the phone one second. Bro, the phone is held. What's up? Uh, looking at the virtual crime scene thing, it says here, the right thumb of the corpse lay against the trigger, which was thus held in the posterior slash fired position. When the weapon was released from the corpse's hand, a click could be heard as the trigger moved towards the forward position. Mm. So there was some sort of pressure. I mean, I guess rigor mortis could like cause you to pressure onto it, but that's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, Cause so if she, if she if shot she herself the and then went stiff, like it would be there. Like that's harder for someone to make up. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that's pro suicide. I think that's pro suicide. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could be completely wrong with what I'm saying, but just like from an initial guess, that's true too, because if it was pulled and then released, then the thumb could have been like put on. But, but still, like push it down without enough to that they hear a click. That's weird. That's interesting. All right, so now let's move forward and talk about the two other theories, both of which are stemming from an assassination. Okay, it just changes on who the person doing it would be. So option one, we got hotel guests. So there are a bunch of neighbors. I'm going to tell you what their accounts are. And you tell me if anybody is suspicious. Put that little detective hat on, buddy. Get that Sherlock Holmes self ready to rumble, okay? So we have room number 2801. Newlyweds, Torre and his wife, observed nothing of importance. And again, she's in room 2805. Okay. So they'd be down the hall about four blocks. Room 2807, two doors down, Swiss couple Ruth and Werner on holiday in Norway observed nothing of importance. Room 2806, their direct neighbor, Reader Hogstead and his then wife on honeymoon observed nothing of importance. Room 2816, way down the way, the guest is unknown. In the dead woman's room, 2805, a plastic bag was found with an issue of USA Today inside. The bag was marked 2816. An unidentified fingerprint was found on the bag. Oslo police have made an international fingerprint inquiry via Interpol, but haven't found anyone in the database that matches. Two things. One, it's interesting that that's the uh, newspaper they used. Yeah, it is kind of bizarre. I guess actually. maybe you requested like an English newspaper, but I didn't think USA Today would be the one. But hmm. apparently, every room weird. got a copy of it with their room number on it. Hmm. Apparently, the, the I mean, the, not apparently the fingerprint's weird though. But at the same time, like maybe they picked it up, left it outside the room. They didn't want it. Mm-hmm. Like wanted to see what it was, put it down. I don't think the fingerprints too much. Maybe and then the person that's in this room just took it. But if everyone got it, well, do they see her copy of it? Um, it's not said if they saw her copy of it, but every room got a copy delivered to their door. And 2816 is pretty far from where her room is, at the other end of the hallway. Mm. Also, quick pause for alcoholism. Why'd you say ASMR? I said quick pause. 
Oh, like you're pausing in the... No, it's like just pausing. Like you're, like you're cutting that off or... Hmm. A little break, if you will. Allow the guests to uh, take a sip. Notice how I said guests because of the hotel theme. Well, you can consider me checked out. <laughs> I'm going to plow forward. Room 2818. Borglid Strandiness. Called Oslo police six days later. I definitely offended someone right there. Six days later to say that a foreign couple had caught her attention while at the hotel. The police, for some reason, never contacted her. <laughs> Even to this day. Room 2804. They just didn't vibe, but they're like, nah. Yeah, they're like, we're nah, good. fuck that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Pass. Room we can't figure it out, but we're good. 2804, directly across the corridor from room 2805 was... Mr. F. Suspicious from the jump. I mean, yeah, like that's that's weird, dude. If I was talking to you about murder and you were like, "Yeah, you can just call me Mr. D," I'd be like, "Okay, he fucking did it." Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's who it is. So directly, across anyone the that corner. either like has like the in their name mm-hmm. or like Mister and then one letter. Yes, Mister and Mrs. Like that's. You ki- you committed a crime, regardless <laughs> yeah. of anything else. Like that's just that's super villain shit right there. Like that's no normal person is doing yeah. that. You Unless you're like a teacher, like <laughs> of children. Imagine like pulling up to you, like a college class, like, well, you can call me Mister B. Like, no, no, like you're something's going on there. I, hold up, I'm sorry, I gotta gotta pump the brakes for a second. You literally just said the only time it was acceptable was if it was a teacher, and the example you used to prove how shady it was was if you entered a college class and someone said their name was Mister Something. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and run the audio back. I said speaker of ch- or teacher of children. I didn't say of anyone. I think it's okay if it's like a teacher of children, not of like college, college age. Professors didn't go by Mister or Mrs. They just let you call them by their first name? No, they said professor. Uh, Every time? I have not called someone like Mr. or Mrs. at their behest since like (laughs) middle school. Oh, no. I think I just myself. I don't know, to be honest. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to step off step off here. Wow! All right, I got nothing else to say. Uh, well, do you want me to call him Professor F instead of Mister F? Will that make you feel more comfortable? No, not at this point. Okay. Well, Mister F was from Belgium. He checked out of the hotel on Saturday morning, half a day before the woman was found dead. Before the gunshots, he now circumstantial tells, potentially. He now tells. A Norwegian magazine that when checking out on Saturday morning, he was informed that a woman had been found dead at the hotel. When the Norwegian magazine questioned how the desk staff could have asked him about the death before it happened, Mr. F replies, I don't know anything about that. I just remember they asked me. That's all I know. So he so he did it, right? Like that's where that's where you're getting at here. Or he's just deciding to be the shadiest person ever. <laughs> he woke up and chose violence. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to fuck with everybody. It could have it been literally no one. I mean, that's just, those up. are weird things to say. Right? Well, did they not know who he was? No idea. That's all the information we have. He's just someone from Belgium. That goes by Mr. F. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. Very weird. I don't trust Mr. F. So that's option two. I trust everyone else. Twenty eight sixteen is kind of weird. Yes. 
Uh, but like that could just that could there's a there's a realm of possibility that that's just a coincidence. Yeah, the guest did check out, and like the unknown fingerprint could just be because they're not in the database and haven't committed a crime before. It doesn't yeah. have to point to like oh, it's a secret operative. It's weird that if every room gets a USA Today copy, that she would have walked to the end of the hallway to grab it and bring yeah. it. Yeah. But you never know. It's strange, but it's not as damning as like you saying you were asked about a murder before it happened. Yes. Or not a murder, like a, a death. Exactly. So now we're going to go into theory three. Obviously, it seems... In it's general- aliens. What? What? No aliens. <laughs> not this Why time. are you bringing up... Oh, aliens is theory three? All right, yeah, go ahead and get into uh, it. It's not. It's you just not. brought up aliens, though. You said aliens. No, no, I don't think so. Run the tape back. Uh, what do you want me to do? <laughs> How can we, I run are we not back? doing this on tape recorder? Uh, no, no. This is the opposite of that. I thought we sent these episodes out by Pony Express. We can. Do you have a pony? Uh, no. I can't lie. I'm disappointed, and I think the audience is too. <laughs> I'd love a pony. That'd be great. What would you name him? Timothy. You named our Christmas tree Timothy. You didn't need to bring that up. I'm bringing it up. <laughs> Consider it brought. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy the pony, and let's move forward. What about Polly the pony? You just say that because it starts with a P? Yep. Unoriginal. Popo DJ Pony D. Like DJ Polly D from the Jersey Shore? Yeah, no, I think everybody got it. They missed the finger gun you did immediately after. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> so, so here we go. Option number three. Now, again, option three and two can kind of go hand in hand with the potential secret agent government assassination. Could have been one of the hotel guests. But this one is saying that someone from outside... It. Oh, okay. Because again, technically, 2816, we don't have enough information about who the guest was or why the USA Today was there. And also, Mr. F, maybe he's a little shady, but there's nothing to peg him down that he was yeah. in the room. And also, there's timestamps saying that he checked out early. So he could have checked out and come back, but you never know. Um, also, she spent a lot of time outside the hotel room. But so anyway, we're going to dive into some external assassination theories here, okay? So. Pointing back to the double lock from the inside, right? If you're thinking that it's not a suicide, it's not impossible that someone could have double locked the door from the outside. How do you do it? But they would need to know what they're doing. Sure, but how do you do it? Um, That's a great question. I have no idea. But I wouldn't put it outside of the realm of possibility. Is that just you saying that, or did you like see that in some of the reports? Yes. So some of the police officers and detectives saying that they couldn't rule that out because it is possible. I know you could at least latch the one if you know how to pick a lock. Easy. And as for the top one, I don't know. They could have maybe latched it through the door by like putting a hook or something around. I don't know if they have a special type of tool or what it might be, but... I know that it's not impossible, but it would require someone that's very skilled. Okay, you can apparently do it, but in an illegal way. Okay, so there you go. It does not explain further because of legal reasons, but <laughs> apparently you can do it not legally. We could pull a fight club and just walk everyone how to do, how to do it. <laughs> no. Great book, though. I mean, it'd be valuable information for them to know when they're dropping in unannounced and just want to break into our apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you take Feel free to come in. Tyler's room's on the right. <laughs> it is. No. <laughs> Alex. So anyway, 
So the the reason why it kind of points to not an amateur job, right? Meaning it has to be some sort of either professional or government. The vents. What? The vents. Oh God. Is if it was for sure double locked. So that either means yeah. she double locked the door or someone with extreme expertise double locked the door. Like it wouldn't. It's not just a random homicide. Yeah. Right. And there's all the other suspicious things going on too with the clothing and the. Alex just poured his whole you drink on himself. You need to bring that. I know I forward. spilled one drip. Uh, one drip? <laughs> Stop trying to dramatize things for our fans. Oh, here we go. That's all I am. Just a bunch of white lies and hot gas. Oh, I'm sorry. What was the latter? I regret saying that. So, there's a lot of things pointing to another guest being there, but also just that it's being an assassination, whether it's the acid wash of the serial numbers to the gun, yeah. whether it's the... No fingerprints on off, the gun. The no fingerprints on the gun. Potentially the pillow being used as a as a fucking silencer. No evidence. No DNA at all. Unless yeah. it was on the second comfort that got tossed. But no evidence at all showing that another human being had been in the room. All the times that she was out, seen leaving and entering by herself. The maids came and looked at the room. No one was in there. This would have to be somebody that was very, very fucking good. And either was in a different room or checked in with her and then completely disguised their presence the entire time and then pulled a double-edged thing. Or met up with her and came back. But anyway, either way, it points to a professional job. It wasn't an amateur. It wasn't haphazard. It's not like there's blood or fingerprints that they just can't identify. It was done textbook. Yeah. And to corroborate this theory, it is very, very similar Two other unsolved Norwegian cases. What? Yes. So it's also eerily similar to someone found in 1987 known as the Cambo Man. He was found dead near the tracks in South Norway. Like Fairgate, he did not have ID on him, and the tags were cut out of his How clothing. was he holding the gun? No, no. Another unsettling similarity is that the DNA testing of the man also revealed a connection to Belgium, which is the same huh, place yeah. that she put her fake ID from. Also, two decades before, and you may have heard of this because all the other much more professional podcasts have talked about it, which is why I chose this one. The Summerton Man? Is the Istal woman. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. So, two decades before this incident happened, the Istal woman was found. on the. And just to give you some background, and our listeners as well, if you haven't already heard it, on the afternoon of November 29th, 1920, a man and his two young daughters were hiking in the foothills of the north face of Ulriken, an area known as Ice Valley, nicknamed Death Valley, due to the high amounts of suicide. They smelled burning and found a woman's charged, char, charged, charred corpse and immediately notified the police. Three days later, investigators found two suitcases belonging to the woman at Bergen Railway Station, the one that comes into Norway from out of the country, and they found clothing, shoes, wigs, makeup, eczema cream, um, a bunch of random foreign currencies from Norwegian, um, from Norwegia, <laughs> Norway, <laughs> Belgium, um, the UK, and also Switzerland. Maps, timetables, a pair of glasses with non-prescription glasses, sunglasses with partial fingerprints that match the body, cosmetics, and a notepad with encrypted messages inside. The coroner's report concluded that she died not only from obviously being burned alive and inhaling a bunch of carbon monoxide, but she had a bruised neck with choke marks on it and had swallowed 50 to 70 Fenimal brand sleeping pills. Yeah, I mean, it's weird that like in a country the size of Norway, that like three pretty similar... 
bizarre things like that would happen also with the connections to Belgium in a relatively short amount of time. Yes. And it is strange. I think that just more points to the idea that it is like government or spy, something like that, as opposed to something else. Like I think that's more like not necessarily these are connected, but more maybe they're all spies. Yeah, the key, the question is like I feel like it has to be some sort of spy because of the lack of identification. And also like but the other thing that's weird is like she didn't have any like she it doesn't seem like she had an intention of leaving. No. If she has clothes like no bottoms, only tops, mm-hmm. that's kind of weird. Also kind of points to maybe she was like expecting someone to be there with her. I don't know, it's weird. It's very weird. There's a lot of weirdness. I think the thing that we can definitively say is that she's definitely some kind of either spy or government operator. Yeah, there's something else going on because there. Because of the connections. But the question is, do you think it was a suicide or do you think it was an assassination? I don't know. Uh, I think there are too many strange things happening for this whole thing to have been just her. Again, she was seen entering alone. She was seen putting But the she was seen with another man at one point. She was, and she also left for twenty hours unaccounted for. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think she was alone. The fact that you could put those locks back on, I don't think it was herself. But you got to think about how quickly that happened too. If someone knocked, and then the gunshots happened, and he left, that person had to bounce and relock those doors real quick. I'm not saying it's not possible. Yeah. I mean, so I assume you think it's a suicide. No, I don't. Oh, well. I'm just uh, playing Play devil's, devil's advocate. advocate. Team show me a soda. Is that still a thing? I don't know. That's a good question. Oh, okay. That's unsolved. <laughs> yeah, that's the real mystery of today. Let's look, let's look up when that happens. I don't know, but I think I think you guys should check out the virtual crime scene. Do a it's little still ongoing. Do they a reopened look it up in, in 2016. They dug up the body. Do a little look see. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think. Yes, but all I know is it is very weird. Like, especially with this one, it's like with the Istal woman, for example. It's clear that it was a murder. Right? Yeah, but. With this one, it was a lot more interesting to me because it was like... This one? There's like more question marks as opposed to that where it's like you can't choke yourself like that. Mm -hmm. There's hotel guests potentially, but like... Mr. F? Yes, dude. Mr. F is weird, but like... Yeah, it's just just odd to me. It is odd. I... Yeah, I don't know who to... Who to pin it on, so... Anyway, okay. Um, That does it for me. Alex, are you ready to uh, find out what your country is going to be? I'm excited. Excellent. Let me hit the random country generator. Give me a drum roll, please. I was talking to myself. This is me drumming. South Korea. Okay. Wow. Okay, I South like Korea, it. South Korea, the Republic of Korea. It's commonly referred to as Korea. <laughs> And it constitutes the southern part of the Korean Peninsula. <laughs> Holy shit. What an ending. Get the theme song running. It's over, baby. Woo. Golly, I'm feeling good. I'm saying nothing else. Okay, is there anything else you would like to add to our viewers? Our not sponsor, Malibu Ramanoka? That is definite silence. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's just me, everybody. He shut his laptop. He walked away. He's not in the room anymore. This is very awkward. Oh, those were footsteps in case you couldn't hear them. Well, uh, thank you for tuning in, I guess, to another episode of another cold one. Help me.